Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Give us a call on 0800-150-811 on the Kennards phone line. Get the trade easy experience with Kennards Hire. Good start to the morning, Is Good start, good start. We've got a text message here. Three days down. Still there, well done. Keep it up, Craig. So thanks, Craig. Thanks for your support. But speaking of Texas, we're going to chat Olympics now. Um, reality is, should it go ahead, there's actually over 70 linked cases at the Olympics. Um, we've got our awesome football ferns are leading the way today against the Matildas. So yeah, I just want to know your, your thoughts on whether the Olympics should go ahead or why have they come this far. Thomas Bart, the uh, CEO of, of the Olympics Committee, um, he's been pushing it, pushing it, but he has come out and said, look, the reality is this might be cancelled now. Um, there's been over 70 cases linked to the Olympics. So if you've got any thoughts about it or you want to share some insights, give us a text on double eight double three, and we'll have a chat about it, Baz. Yeah, well, yesterday is there was, was 1,387 new COVID-19 cases in Tokyo, which is the second highest daily increase of new cases since January 21. So it's spiking, it's heading in one direction, and my experience in uh, in the IPL was that when these things start to head like that and, and cases start to infiltrate the very bubbles that you're meant to be protecting, things get out of control pretty quickly. So I can't see this ending well, personally. Mm. Uh, I hope it does because for the athletes' point of view, they've committed some... You know, the best part of four years of their lives to get themselves ready for this moment, for their opportunity to have a crack at the ultimate prize of trying to win gold and, and represent their country. And it might be taken away from them, which would be incredibly sad. It's a tough one. You know, like, oh, there was this picture going around on the internet the other day about Athens and Greece and all the work that goes into these Olympics, all the infrastructure, all the billions and billions of dollars that's been spent to get these Olympics up and running. So. The Olympics Committee and Tokyo as a city, as a country, Japan, they're kind of held at a ransom, I feel. You know, they've spent so much money, so they've come this far. I wonder if there's actually things in behind the scenes, you know, insurances that might kick in if they get it off the ground or, you know, it's a funny one because I look at Greece and Athens, all those stadiums, you know, you look in Sydney and and, Mm. um, Homebush. Yeah. All those amazing big infrastructures, big stadiums, big buildings, they're just derelict at the moment, empty. So it's a funny one, these Olympics. Yeah, well, it's it's just, I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic, right? Like, mm. No one really knows what's going on with with this this virus. And, and hopefully, you know, here in New Zealand, we're probably somewhat insulated because we've we've managed to get things under control. And But around the world, it's still out of control and trying to stage a major Olympics <laughs> in the midst of it all and in, in, in a country which is going through the roof um, with their cases just oh, it's asking for trouble I think it is it is so if you've got any thoughts please text in to double eight double three or 0800 150 811 
and let's have a chat about this because I think it's it's need to be needed to be talked about, talked about, and uh, we need to put a front foot on it because uh, we're pretty much there. It starts today. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I might bring Louie in actually as well. Lou, what do you what do you reckon on this, mate? <sighs> well, the red flags are there. And when, and as he pointed out, when the actual Olympics officials themselves, so last night it was Toshiro Moto, who's the Tokyo 2020 CEO. And, and when they start saying things like a last minute ca- cancellation, we won't be ruling out. <laughs> like, you got to read the writing on the wall. I, do you know who I feel? I don't actually, I feel for the athletes mm. that have trained so hard, but I actually feel for everyone over there, the media members. Everyone yeah. has risked a lot to go over there, stood in a line, stood in a queue for six hours to get into the country. Like, a lot of time away from family, there's a lot. And then the actual people, the Japanese people that have, you know, and they are so welcoming. You would have known mm. this, is he from, you know, spending time over there? And they're such welcoming people, you know, to have this kind of chewed up and then spit back out. It's going to be messy. That would, it's not a very strong opinion, but I think whatever happens, it'll be a messy. Well, I've known the Japanese people, they're so, like you said, they're friendly, they're kind, they're very passionate about sport, they're very passionate about their culture. Um, I just feel that they've been held to ransom, you know? As people, I know there was like riots or, or you know protests before um, the Olympics were starting, but it's the way it's run over there. You know the government; they say one thing, they just you got to listen as the people. And yeah, like you said, our good friends Kirsty, Ricky Swinnell are over there, and we hope they're safe and they're being protected. They're being looked after. So it's just one of those questions. And and, and Toyota, Toyota, the, one of the major sponsors, have pulled their ads. Yeah. You know, and they're they're a Japanese company. Yeah, that's extraordinary, actually. Why the CEO's not going to go to the um, opening ceremony as well of Toyota in in Japan? Like that's a that's a pretty strong. Like again, that's what I mean. The writing on the wall, the red flags everywhere. Yeah. Let us know what you think on double eight, double three, because you might have a, a different opinion mm-hmm. that maybe the show must go on and everyone just piles ahead. They're over there now. Might as well do it. Yeah. The other thing is, when they do come back, how do our athletes get back into the country? There's no MIQ vouchers available at the moment for them. I'm so. sure they would I think have they've got, I think they're, they're booked. They are booked? They are booked. The NZOC have been, I, I do know this for a fact, the NZOC, this is from a logistical point of view, this has been very, very, very challenging because of all these extra factors. So, But they're booked, they'll be able to get back in. But it, it's like I even heard Thomas Park say we underestimated how many challenges this would provide. Like how? <laughs> wow, we. Fez, you you were at the IPL. Like you must you, you got a first hand look at how like challenging these moving tournaments can be. How can you underestimate that, or can you? Well, I think everyone is sees the best case scenario that the show goes on and the money comes in and and uh, and no no issues arise. But you know. That's what happened when we had the, the first IPL in the UAE, where it was really well controlled um, in regards to the bubbles. Now, when we went to India, the bubbles were good, but the problem was we started moving around, and when you move around, the bubbles become susceptible. And the hotel staff who are in your bubbles, they're missing their families, they're missing home. It only takes one break in the chain for something to to bring the whole ship down, and that's that's kind of what happened with us and. I mean, we ended up with four cases in our bus. Mm. It was, I mean, poor Tim Seifert, you know, he, he ended up catching COVID and and I actually caught up with him the other day and he's going well now and he's got a wedding coming up, so he's, he's, he's focused on that. But he went through a very difficult time on the back of it. But it was, I mean, I think it's really hard and, and in the end that tournament had to be called off um, or postponed. They're looking at holding it again in, um, in September, but 
that was enough for me to say trying to hold major events in this current climate is very, very difficult. It's just a tough world we're living in at the moment, and hopefully it doesn't last too much longer, but I can't see the end anywhere near. Um, I want to talk to you, Bears, about... Obviously, the Olympics are going ahead right at this moment, so for me... I've got to talk about an event that I'm actually pumped to watch if it does go ahead. The, horse, the show jumping. Eventing. Oh, man, I love it. My <laughs> wife's a show jumper. She's really? an eventer. Yeah. That cross country, when those horses are running, jumping over the water, uh, jumping over fences into the creek, it's such an amazing watch. So if it does go ahead, I'm pumped to watch the eventing. That's pretty cool, actually. Oh, that is not the event that I thought you'd see. Oh, because <laughs> oh, my wife's a horsey. She yeah. loves horses. Um, she makes me watch it. So I remember... I think it was uh, 2012, wherever the Olympics back there, I can't remember. Um, we were watching the event, uh, London, London Olympics, watching the event, and it was such a good watch, man. It's so fun. Good on you, Daisy, for getting Izzy <laughs> into the show jumping and eventing. How good is that? It's great. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.